Well, surprise, surprise. <laughs> the minister that was supposed to be here is sick. Had to throw together a sermon really quick. Hopefully you enjoy it. Good morning, and welcome to services this morning. This gospel lesson is from John 1, 29 through 42. It's a lesson in following Jesus. If you notice, there's a lot of the word follow mentioned. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him. But the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. And I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is the Son of God. The next day John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John, to be called Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding he, Philip, he said to him, follow me. I got this from one of my devotionals, and it kind of leads into to my sermon here. Sometimes it's easy to talk about being in tune with God in order to follow God's leading. It's important to remember that God will get his message to whomever he pleases in whatever way he chooses. He will reveal himself to you no matter what. God can and will use any means to get your attention. How is God trying to get your attention right now? He's here. How is he trying to get your attention? What made me think about this topic to speak to you today? Well, we just finished our Christmas season, didn't we? And one of the things that's always interested me is that star that led the kings to Jesus. 
That star was predicted in Numbers 24, verse 17. A star will come out of Jacob. A scepter will rise out of Israel. That star guided them to Jesus. It's also mentioned in Matthew 2, verse 2. Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. That star was God's way of getting the king's attention, of leading them to Jesus. And I call that star their GPS. How many of you use your GPS in your car and your phone? Yeah. <laughs> it gets you to your destination, doesn't it? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today, how to use that GPS to get to your destination. Have you ever thought of God as your GPS? Has he gotten your attention to follow him? There's another example of, of a GPS, if you want to say that. It's a child walking along with its parents, holding their hand. That adult is leading that child to safety, isn't he or she? And that child is trusting that adult as we trust that GPS to get us where we want to go, huh? It's leading them to safety. As believers, we are God's children, and we can use him as our GPS for our life's journey. Have you ever responded to God like Moses did when he said, here I am, knowing he will show you what is next and where to go. God can take your mess and do something with it. That mess can be that you're lost. That mess can become your message. God gets your attention as ju at just the right time. You can trust that he will never, never forget you. Do you feel right now in this church, in this sanctuary, that he's trying to get your attention. We all have the tendency, don't we, to wander, wander away. We falsely think that we are self-sufficient and can do life without God. But God continues to faithfully pursue us, to help us on the right path. He can take that mess of ours and turn it into good hope, can't he? Let him in. Open your hearts to God. He is always patient, and he takes joy in our journey. He is committed to guiding you, and that, we all know, may take a lifetime. Frequently on our journey, we get thirsty, in quotes, wanting to change our direction, change what our GPS is telling us to do. We should not be guided by earthly experiences. We need to drink from that living water. And who is that living water? It's Jesus, the word of God to guide us. Jesus can act like that bridge that goes over the gap to keep us connected to God, his Father. Have confidence that God loves you that much. God does not laugh at us when we stumble or when we fall. 
No, he's our friend. He's walking right here beside me right now, and he's walking right beside and sitting beside all of you right now through everything that we do. Do you give yourself to him? Will you let him renew your heart? Or will you continue to be a slave to worldly ways? Will you look to the future with God as your guide, as your GPS? When was the last time you heartfully thanked God for his grace and his mercy? Our lives are not perfect, are they? God knows they never will be. Sometimes we just need to step out of life's chaos and just be silent, be still, knowing that we are in God's presence. There's a power giving to us knowing that God is your guide in life. We can depend on him. Proverbs 16, verse 9 says, The mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Isaiah 30 says, Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear that voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. We all want to go our own way, don't we? We want the control. We question why things are happening the way they are. We need to ask God so we can let go of those things and let him direct our steps. God sees what we can't, why, why we need to trust him. He will get you where you should be. So God is your GPS. God is our na navigator, and he won't abandon you along the way. He won't lead you part of the way and then say, adios. No, he'll say, I'm with you the whole way. He takes your hand and he says, follow me. Put your right hand out right now or left hand, I don't care, and just say, follow me. I will. And that journey leads us to the best place we can be. Where's that? Our eternal home our eternity that we're going to spend with Jesus in heaven. He helps us to direct our steps into the places, the purposes, and the people that can bring us to that fulfillment during life. He leads us into our peace, his peace. And we do that by following after the Holy Spirit. God does not want us to go ahead of him, but remember, he's in control, and he's the one that's walking ahead of us. That's why we can trust in God, knowing every de detail of our lives are in his hands. He is the light on my path, directing my steps. Like I said before, we all have the capability of wandering off, down into that wrong path. We ask ourselves, where should I go? John 10 says, Jesus calls out to us to listen to him. And there's that word again, follow. Are you a follower of Jesus? Would you listen to his GPS instructions? 
Do you know that truth? That God is holding your hand right now in our sanctuary right here and even as you go out that door today, that he is holding your hand and guiding you and he won't let go. God gave us the freedom to make our own decisions, to follow our own paths. Is one of your decisions to follow him. He's your GPS. We all know what GPS stands for, but for me, GPS means God's protective steps. One thing we can always count on is God's faithfulness through life's trials and our successes. Hope is God telling us that his purpose is bigger than any unknown happening or occurrence around us. God is walking beside us. Did you know that the Bible tells us 365 times, do not be afraid? That's one for every day, isn't it? God gave us a gift. He gave us his Savior, our Savior, rather, his Son. Open that gift and let Jesus guide you. Jesus said, he is the way. He opens the way for us. Like I said, he's that bridge to his Father. Our highway then, if we follow him, is clear and it's safe. God has prepared the way for you. I always picture Jesus standing behind me with one of his hands on my shoulder and his other hand pointing the way. Can you picture that? He is saying, this is the way we are going. I'll get you to that destination, which is your eternal home. Sadly, where is eternal life? It's after our last heartbeat, but that's hope. He will be there to greet you, all of you, as believers, and say, well done. Jesus is our shepherd. He's keeping us with him. Though you are always beside me, you are always going before me, clearing obstacles on the path up ahead. I trust that you are making the conditions on that pathway the very best for me to accomplish your ways in my life. That's from Sarah Young. Psalm 18 says, He is the God who makes me strong, who makes my pathway safe. Let God guide you. That mountain that you may see ahead of you means that the climb might be difficult. But with Jesus at your side, holding your hand, he will guide your steps. Amen. Join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. 
The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen.